taking it back a little bit. I think we're on a theme tonight so far, at least this last part of Native Tongues. That's leaders of the new school. Busta Rhymes, Charlie Brown. I don't remember the other member's name. Probably irrelevant because we're only still talking about Busta Rhymes. However, I love Busta. You know, Native Tongues was a vibe. That was a thing. So, um, we are here. You are listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe live on KBLA Talk 1580, right here from Lamert Park. So we have a lot of trending topics and headlines to get into across entertainment, sports, culture, and lifestyle. And boy, are we packed up for the night. So Trent, I don't know if you saw, right? What are we saying? um, (laughs) John Amos, you know, Uh James Evans from Good Times. We've discussed how there are some things going on. He is in failing health at this time, and there has been some controversy, some battle over who is going to help him at this stage of his life. It is between his two children, his son, Casey, and his daughter, Shannon. And Casey was recently arrested for making terrorist threats. Um, Shannon called the police. She said that she was fearing for her life because her brother sent her a slew of concerning texts per TMZ and she feared her life. So, you know, her dad and her brother have kind of been on the run or in traffic somewhere. We, you know, whenever Casey posts videos, they seem to be in an Uber or in a random hotel room. We aren't really sure what's going on. We are hoping that Mr. Amos is safe and is healthy and whatever is happening in all of this. But Trent, what is going on in the world with John Amos's children? You know what? Um, respect to the Amos family, a hundred percent. And full disclosure, um, there's no just. It is like I have been in orbit of of, of his daughter Shannon. Um, you know, there there might be a few pictures of us on the internet circulating. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't want to, um, I want to be respectful of my friendship. Um, I want to be respectful of the situation. However, it's drama. My question is this, who is calling TMZ? Who, uh, <laughs> who is calling TMZ and telling them this blow by blow? That is my number one question because in situations like this, it's like I'm going to be close off as possible. I don't want you knowing my business. As a matter of fact, I might even throw a narrative out there to throw you off the trail of what's really happening. But doesn't with something like this, this though. when two parties are both sort of battling for position, um, you know, don't you use the media? Is that not sort of what might be happening here? Um, or is it just that we, because we have been being updated, that we're locked in? And Here it is. This goes on in families across America all the time. And as black people, we know that when somebody, when Big Mama die or whoever else, it brings out the colors of everybody. Soul food was a perfect example of that. Okay, it happened in my family. It's just... It just so happens that it's Shannon and John, and he's famous. This happens all the time. Um, Now, here's where it gets tricky. And here's where you got to be careful, especially when you know people. You want to be respectful. Um, The thing is, who's calling TMZ number one? I just told you. Okay. And two, you shouldn't have to use leverage. But here, desperate times call for desperate measures. And I think I said it before. Um, I think Latoya Jackson coined the phrase best, follow the money trail. So you're going to attach yourself 
to where the money is. Mm. Period. Period. You know, and it's interesting. I talked about this with my mother today before, you know, I came in, you know, because my mother is someone who has an estate. She has children. And, you know, this is the last thing that someone, the parent wants. It's, you know, even before they pass away, all this drama and chaos and mayhem. But we all know that because of the time that we live in, that's all it is, is chaos and mayhem. Everything is chaos. Um, but hopefully it comes to a peaceful resolve. Um, but we know this, this, this is black, black family. So we know how, how, how really get around the kitchen table. So. Well, I mean, listen, you said that you have real talk around the kitchen table. So do you think that this is a situation that can be resolved? No. No. Okay. Do you think that there is someone else on the outside that can ensure? Because we got to remember at the heart of this, there is a gentleman that is allegedly ill you know, we don't have his medical records, but we have heard from medical personnel through these videos and various reports. Do you, does it appear that we heard from, from interest? John himself? We did. And he said what he said. He did. And he said he didn't know why she was doing this. So, and then now we got the son in jail with a mugshot. He's smirking girl. So it's, it's, some it's, it's a mess going down and it's drama. So we can, we can put the pieces together with the information that we have and we can make our own guess this is a fight over who's going to control what's going to happen to their father again in the words of latoya jackson follow the money trail all right well next up speaking of following the money trail right mm-hmm. we have carly richardson we have heard her story in various moments throughout the weekend we have now discovered that what she alleged to have happened doesn't seem to be passing the snuff test it's not quite adding up it showed that she googled does it cost for an amber alert to be done it also shows that she was <laughs> um googling things like uh you know what happens when you steal money from your job oh, um, things of that nature that her car they the uh excuse me the police officer that spoke at the press conference this morning indicated that her car only traveled about 600 yards, which I think he said is equivalent to six football fields or something like that. So this is my question. All of that aside, because we know obviously something Fugazi happened. There are reasons that might be justified to some, not to others. Uh, Sounds like this wasn't a well-thought-out plan. I just want to know. You know what this sounds like? What? I'm sorry, I cut your question off. That was rude. <laughs> um, well, you can continue, and then I'll come back with my question. Go, go with your question. My question was just, I mean, as a Gen Xer, I feel like this would never happen to us because we grew up on scheme, scheme, plot, plot. We were the generation that was planning for nuclear war to happen. We were a feral generation, latchkey kids. And not only that, so we have improper been, planning. We have been waiting on the rapture since we've been five as well. So we are well prepared for all of this now what i uh, in, in the schemes this sounds like a scheme that todd set up so we really can't go with everything it's, it just didn't make no sense and when black twitter got a hold to this black twitter got vilified for saying that this was a pile of crap you know, black twitter is made up of people who read nancy drew they watch Carmen San Diego, and they have studied Benson and Stabler. So they're going to find out. And when the math is not math, then they're going to speak on it no matter how crazy it sounds. And it sounded crazy to them when they told y'all 
they told y'all it was it was a farce. They told y'all it was some crap. And y'all started with all these think pieces. The whole tap came out. Y'all got Umar on the phone talking about <laughs> y'all got to support black women and all well, this mess. Okay, and so, here we are. So here's the thing. What I will say, right, in all of this, I do not think the call to create awareness around a missing black woman was the wrong thing to do. I will never say that that was the wrong thing to do. However, the rush to just believe the story, whatever was put out, I do think that overall we have a tendency to rush to believe anything and not wait for the facts to come out. And sometimes it takes time for this information to come out. Yes, and I think because we live in an age where black women do not get the credit when they go missing. And we live in an Instagram, TikTok, let's hurry up and spread this because we don't get the attention. We're already armed and ready to go when something like this happens. So anytime we see a black face, we reposting it and all we got to see is one little news clip. And once we see the news clip, a real one, oh, it's, it's on. And that's what we did because we, that's, we went, we charged, was charged up. And once it started coming out, we was like, no, wait a minute. We didn't, we didn't get mad that we jumped too soon. We were just like, now hold up for one second. What's happening is sounding a little Jesse Smollett-ish. Yes. So listen, when we come forward, I'm going to share with you some more things that she Googled that she was looking for in her search. I am also going to share how some people think that Kevin Hart might have been the inspiration for the story the how old is this girl storyline that she's 25 i was about to say she was definitely born in in the 90s 25 so late 90s we have all that coming up you are checking out rsvp with joe monroe right here live on kbla talk 1580 hey. keeping you informed entertained and always ahead of the curve ahead of the curve hey. this is rsvp with joe monroe on kbla talk 1580 hey you are checking out rsvp with joe monroe live on kbla talk 1580 if you want to join in the conversation hit the power lines 800-920-1580 hop in the youtube chat it's lit over there as always or hit us up on social we always appreciate that before we came forward, I mentioned that I was going to share some more topics that were found on Miss Carly's Google search as she was preparing her epic adventure, whatever happened, or, you know, it's still being investigated. I should say that, but it's not looking good for Miss Girl. So I will say that at the press conference earlier, the police were asked if anything criminal had been done to this point, and they said no. And I think that that question was in reference to Carly's side or whatever, because, I mean, she didn't file a as false a, police a, report as, or anything. She was yeah. a victim, right. Right. Mm -hmm. So right now, there is, she's not being charged with anything if this story proves to not be true. She's not being arrested right now for anything and as far as I'm aware, at this moment, there are no calls to do so. That could change. But that is where it stands right now. But so I mentioned she Googled taking money from a register without getting caught. And do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? I'm just going to share a couple of other things that were in the Google search. One-way bus ticket. A bus ticket. <laughs> mm -hmm. One-way bus ticket. <laughs> I love it. The film taken. Oh. She Googled and looked at that. Liam Neeson. Yes. 
you know, because his daughter down. was. Ca- I know your voice. I'm gonna find you. <laughs> but see, I don't think that is the aspect that she was looking at it for. I think she was looking more so what happened to the girls that were taken to be trafficked, so she could set it up. Because think about this: she left her wig, Apple Watch, and phone in the car, so she at least had a small bit of foresight. If the version that is appearing is actually true, she should have left the wig in the woods or on the side of the road to make it seem more, you know, stay like they, they pulled the wig off. So here's Struggle. the thing. A few years ago, Kevin Hart had a joke that I wanted to play, but I couldn't find a clean version of it where he was talking about, he was driving down the street one night and he saw a little baby on the side of the road. So he pulled over, got out of the car, started chasing the baby into the woods, et cetera, et cetera. So black Twitter is surmising that she took Kevin Hart's story They're the real investigators. and taken story and concocted Boom. this a situation scheme that Todd scheme. set up. There it is, right there. That's but didn't it. think of things like their cameras everywhere and oh, they can track your cell phone where you yes. made the 911 call from and oh, they can see if their tire tracks or that you're being followed. And there is even information that was given allegedly, once again, that the cameras showing like before she arrived at her parents' home, that she was walking calmly. And then when she got within a few yards or whatever of the house, she started running full out, like, you know, being hysterical. So where did they get this footage from? From ring cams? Maybe. Satellite cams? Yeah. I want to know where they got this footage from because this is very much like... um, other homes in the area. This is very much like that first episode. I'm going to keep going back to a Black Mirror. Terms and conditions. Where are they getting this footage from? Ring cameras, I suppose. No. You know, they, where can you go currently that you're not on camera? Nowhere. Do you think about that? Nowhere. So. The bathroom. That's it. But they see you walking in there, too. So you really ain't uh, off camera. Right. There's a camera outside of it. And if you're at a tricky spot, who knows? Right. So. What do you make of all of this? I mean, her parents were very heartfelt when they were on the news yesterday. I'm sure they weren't aware of all that was happening. The drama. And now their reputations are sort of in question. They are somewhere mad. Sitting up with a pastor asking, why did you do this? Listen. You could have did anything. But you did. this is what you wanted to do. This, this is what I don't like about the internet. Y'all got to stop making these videos and these challenges, doing this dumb stuff, wasting resources and time from things that really actually matter. Because this is just see, this is this is what happened with this generation. They didn't get story time because we had this story growing up. It was called the boy that cried wolf. Right. Okay. The emperor's new clothes. We knew not to do this because we knew what was going to happen if we pulled a stunt like this. When it really happened, wasn't going to nobody be there to save us, okay? So she going to try this mess some other time, going to be out somewhere, probably in Mexico, Cabo, and somebody really going to snatch her up, taken style, okay? It's not going to be a movie no more, and it's going to be boom, done. That's what it is. You can't play like that. Just like Jocelyn in his T-shirt. She going to put herself on a Tupac T-shirt like she riding in oh, the back of the car. Oh, when Jocelyn put her mugshot yes. on the T-shirt. Don't do nothing like that because you calling that mess in, into your energy. And see, when the stuff go down, you're going to be looking all crazy, confused, like, why is it happening? you got to be real careful about what you play with and what you put out. I mean, do you think that Jocelyn is the type of person that is confused as to why the negativity is happening to her? Yeah, she's crazy. She's delusional. One minute, she's she act like it, and then the next minute, she don't know. So, it's, confu- it's delusion there. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Well, listen. I know one thing. 
I know that a lot of tax dollars and resources were wasted. But again, I am always of the mindset that it is we got to keep black women in the forefront just because what she did is not right. It's not indicative of everybody else. Exactly. And we have a phone call. Shout out to Mimi from Jacksonville. Mimi, what's going on? What do her. you She's have to say? We love Mimi. Staying up Hi, late. Hi, Jill. Hi, Trent. <laughs> Hi, thanks for calling. Yes, I just wanted to share my thoughts about Carly Russell. Absolutely. You know, I was really hoping and praying this wasn't a hoax. You know, I just think she needs therapy. I don't think she should go to prison because there was a white woman in California that did the same thing, and she's not in prison. So let's, you know, keep it even. And um, she just needs help. And it's just sad because the next time a black woman goes missing, they don't really look for us like that anyway. You know, they're not going to put that same energy into finding you know, us. So it's just sad all the way around. But I'm glad she's back home. I hope she doesn't get kicked out of nursing school. You know, you know, it's like her whole life is in shambles now. I mean, she made the decision to put it in shambles. I'm not uh, not, not offering her sympathy. <laughs> Obviously, something drove her to do mm-hmm. that. Whether or not we think it was to that level is immaterial at this moment. She did, and she did what she did. I do think that it's going to be hard-pressed for her to, at least right now, stay in nursing school. But Mimi, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you had a friend that did something like this, would you be able to stay friends with them? Would you keep them in your life? Yeah, because we're all human and we make mistakes. This is a big one. This is huge. Because I was just hoping they didn't find her dead somewhere. Right. And to find out this may be about her boyfriend cheating on her and she's Mm. Googling all this stuff. And it's like, girl. Girl for Just let him go. Yeah, let him go. Let him go. Well, Mimi, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, you know, feel free to call Mimi, back on the next yeah, topic. We, we haven't seen you in the chat. Where have you been? We miss you. Yeah. Well, I've been kind of going through some personal issues. My mom is in the hospital, and I'm just in between visiting her. But I've been wanting to call because, Jill, I love your show. Well, thank and it's you so one much, th- Mimi. Yeah, it's, it's, I love watching the show, but it's like one thirty in Florida, so it's hard. I, I, listen, I understand, and prayers and blessings out to both you and your mom. Yeah, we pray sure. that everything is okay thank with you. her, and thank you thank for you. getting lit with us. You are <laughs> VIP at KBLA. Can't anybody thank say you. anything Absolutely. like that? Everybody thank knows you. your name. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Vivi. We appreciate it. Okay, then. Good night. Good night. Good night. So, Trent, that's a good question for you, right? But because let, let's go back to what Mimi said. Okay. That's, that serves a very good point because it's not an even playing field. You know, white women can cry wolf all the time, and it's a pat on the back, and they can just go back into society and just, you know, go to college. And we see it all the time. So that is very much, you know, a good and valid point because we can never get the um, help that we truly deserve sometimes, too. We can't get the what? <laughs> A lot. No, help. no, no, no. Help. You, you missed the pre- You missed the prompt. We can't get the what? The benefit uh, of the doubt. That listen. <laughs> that too. I wasn't. In, we was gonna slide that in there later, but you know. We'll talk about the all that later. Yeah. The reason why that's poignant. But that's a that's a very um a very 
good point and thanks Mimi for bringing that up but you know I didn't want to see the girl dead either but I don't think we should lock her up I don't think that she should go to prison but I do think that you know I I think something will I black twitter has already drugged her and that is enough you can't come back they didn't they got memes of this girl with Jesse Smollett already she's not going to live this down um the public court of black twitter has already convicted her baby and if black, if black listen i'm trying to stay cool with black twitter if black twitter came from me on my look that's it for me i'm hiding i'm not coming out the Are house really? oh absolutely i don't come do on. bullies black, i don't care black no, twitter like, is is just as powerful as any news media that we have they because are. it was Black Twitter that pushed the story to the forefront that made us even think about looking for this girl the way that we did. That we, that we did. Andy, what do you have to say? Do you think maybe uh, as a form of punishment, maybe like some sort of fine, considering I, all the investigations and the time that people had to, you know, go through to find her? It, it's such a hard thing. I think restitution is appropriate, but I don't know if it's fair. She needs to do community service in an orange jumpsuit okay. on the side of the road where she was playing, looking for that imaginary baby that didn't exist. All right. I And, and I think that is fair. I, I Because I do not think that there should not be punishment, but I do not want to see an overly harsh punishment levied against this 25-year-old girl. Tony Yeo in the chat says, Carly is only 25. I would not abandon her if she was an acquaintance or a friend. I, you know what? I second that because I keep it real with my friends. I will call her and cuss her out up and down and be like, all the things, and be like, okay, I'm going to call you tomorrow. We're going to pull this together. But you Would know. you feel like you could trust her? Oh, come on. Come on, come on, Jill. No, it's a, here's the thing. You say that you wouldn't abandon her as a friend. The, one of the just important tenements of friendship just because is I trust. Don't, just because I don't, uh, you know, trust. Um, okay, here's the thing. We lose trust, but I'm not going to abandon you. We can rebuild that over time. Okay. We can, I, I mean, we can, I agree We can with rebuild that. it over time because it's, it's a few people right now. It's like, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm not too cool, but I know they want to get back in my good graces, but you have to extend people grace sometimes. People have done it for us. I haven't made a blunder like this. But, you know, it, it takes time to build up that trust. And you can probably you can get it back if people act right. I 100 percent believe in giving grace. And uh, I hope that, you know, the situation with her parents, because I imagine that's probably going to be quite a rough one for them to contend with the worry that she put them through. You know, yeah, I mean, you got just the trust thing. But as a parent, black Twitter and a black mama. Oh, come on. You know, she's going to get wrung out, baby. She ain't she ain't living this down and forever. Come on. Come on. OK. She got a black daddy. Oh, come on. You know, but Please. now they they are a part of the story now and they're going to have people looking at them sideways exactly. and asking questions. The public has already convicted them and it's and, and that's enough. Black people gonna be looking at you crazy sideways in your whole forever. That's it, she's always. That's the girl that lied about being kidnapped. Mm -hmm. Or they gonna call her Smollett? I'm telling you, that's gonna be a verb. It's, it's already it's already a meme over out there already. I know. I saw another one where there was something on Twitter with like a fake reenactment of what was going on. <laughs> it was pretty funny. You know, that's gonna be lighting it up for a couple of days now. When we Undefeated. come forward, we're gonna talk about Issa Rae and a little interview that she went through. Was this a diss to his? 
particular female rapper? We have to see. We're also going to get into more trending topics and headlines, including Shannon Sharp's potential destination. And and we have some commentary from Jordan Poole's dad on Draymond Green. All that and more, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. You are checking out RSVP with Jill Monroe right here live on KBLA Talk 1580. We had to get in a little pebbles tonight, you know, because every week I say something and I say that I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. And Trent, the keep it real friend, says what? No, I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt because Pebbles gave the benefit of the doubt in 1990 so we wouldn't have to. Just like Jesus died for the sins. Okay? Same thing. And so yep. we shared that clip today on YouTube. Not on YouTube. I apologize. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yep. Yeah. And guess who responded to it? Sister Perry herself. Sister Perry shouted us out, sent us blessings on the show, and proceeded to lay out the lyrics to Benefit of the Doubt. Yes. And what she's doing. Yes. And what we don't have to do. Was it 90 or was it 88? It was, it was, 80, 88 was her debut, but 90 was always. That's when Benefit of the Doubt came Okay, out. okay. Heart okay. 90. All right. That was my jam. So shout out to Miss Pebbles. We hear that she has her own biopic coming. Yes. I love that. We're, and, we're waiting for it. Come and talk to us about it anytime you're ready. So, you know, which might counter some claims that Chili made. We shall see. But as we move Ooh. forward, kind of in the same you vein. Know, that, that has to be so irritating to have a whole narrative about you that is not particularly true. And you just kind of have to just sit back and, and watch. I, I mean, I don't think that she sat back and watched. Didn't she? She, she tried to file a lawsuit. Well, she filed a lawsuit a couple out. times. She's had and, some interviews. And was successful. But for the most part, after a lawsuit, you've got to kind of be quiet about it. But here's the thing, and I'm just asking the question, devil's advocate, are they not quiet because there's some truth, maybe not all the way? You know, that's a gray line there. It's kind of blurry. It's very blurry. I think it's it's some truth on, on both sides, just like, you know, with Shannon and, and, and Casey Amos. Yeah, you know, you know the, the there's truth, truth on, on both sides. Somewhere in the it, middle. Somewhere in the middle. Life is not black and white. It's varying shades of gray, I like to always say. Fifty shades of gray, as a matter of fact. I, I, I wasn't talking about that time. <laughs> you know, but hey, do what you do. I'm just talking about the basics here, okay? We're keeping it very, very simple. Now, we mentioned that Issa Rae might be sh- throwing a tad bit of shade. Throwing? throwing she's put on some sunglasses and, and blocked the sun okay maybe you know we're gonna she pulled a whole tree and just <laughs> sat under it and was just like yeah this is what it is so vips we're gonna play the clip for you it's from a vanity fair interview that uh Issa ray did with several other actresses america friera was one of them margot robbie i'm not sure who else was in the clip but basically they were asking it was kind of a get to know me thing or who knows was me it best. for the bar are the barbie cast girls? it was it, i th- i'm not sure if everybody was the barbie cast but i think that the majority yeah. of them were so yeah a barbie you know q a amongst each other so this was Issa's time up to ask the ladies questions so Issa hit them with the question and as they started to give their responses back, I don't know. You tell me. Listen up. I don't actually know this. Who would sing slash rap the theme song to my life? Obviously, you. You. Yeah. Because obviously, we know yeah. you. You. 
That's I feel like you guys are convincing me of that fact, but Wait, I'm not a good rapper. Okay, can I can we guess who you're gonna say? Uh, yes, you can guess right now because there's a like person if you right go now. to pick someone, are they right now? alive? They're alive. They're popping. Ice Spice. No. America, no. <laughs> Actually, I already know that it would have been a no. I would say America. Nicki Minaj. That's a good choice. And Cardi I wouldn't B. be mad Cardi if she B. did it. Cardi no. Megan Thee Stallion? Yes! Yeah! Ah! These were all good answers. I would be honored if any of those uh, did it for the most part. The last part is number two. So for the most part and America, no. Um, Was that some shade at Ice Spice there? Does Issa not consider Ice Spice lyrical prowess the right person to rap her story? Or are we reading too much into it? Trent, what say you? Definitely not. Um, Issa is allegedly a known mean girl. She takes the heels of her shoes and stumps them into people's feet under the table. Um, she's very particular about what she does and does not like. So, um, But this is also Ice Spice, Little Annie. I don't think a lot of people like her. She was iced out at the BET Awards. So... What do you mean she was iced out? Uh, she got nominated for all those awards and did not get one. I, so here's the thing. Industry peers may may or may not. She's done some songs, some collaborations. She obviously has a song with Nicki on the Barbie soundtrack, ironically enough. Yeah. And if you ask some, her verse was better than Nicki's on that particular song. Don't know. Um, I don't have an opinion. I The song is cool. I, I kind of felt bad for Sweetie because she had the concept first. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a numbers game. And Sweetie's number was up. And Ice Spice is the hot one right now. But I just I just wonder. I'm like, okay, okay. Seems like Issa's not feeling no, the Dominican princess. She's not. And, and I don't think a lot of people are. I, the, the public obviously are because her singles are climbing you look at the spotify rankings you look at that somebody is taking note and listening to her we know the tiktokers are and the thing is this we have to count that as valid attention because the the places where popularity is shown where songs are made is in a different spot now it's not just the radio it's not just the awards that count what the kids and I feel like Janet Jackson every time I say the right, kids. But with Gen Z, who they are paying attention to matters, even if it doesn't matter to us. But Maybe. Who's really listening to us? Somebody is because okay. she's getting streams. Just because she's getting, she's getting streams doesn't mean, mean she's, somebody it doesn't mean she's popping. Somebody, they could be buying those streams for all we know. Maybe, but did you see when she shot her video in Harlem for um, I can't the Bodega song, there was a lot of people out there cheering her on. I think that it is short-sighted to say because now, she Jill. didn't get an industry award, it means that people aren't really feeling her. Okay, Jill. You I, may I, not be feeling her. I may not be feeling her. I, can go I, there I with think you. she's okay. I, I think she's okay. I can okay. go there with you. Okay, I get all that. But however, we know that living in Los Angeles, you can walk down the street with a camera right now and get a bunch of people from just standing around to just mill about and get in the back and just be popping and hype. Anybody LA's can a little more jaded. So, no, it's just because whatever. No, I Spice, Annie is tomorrow. Just... Andy, what do you think? Man, Trent broke it down. Thank you, Andy. Uh, so listen. Thank you. <laughs> no, come on. Tomorrow, tomorrow, be gone tomorrow. She does have a following, and she is popping. But 
not popping for she's popping for the moment girls. right 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 i listen it can all go by fast because again sweetie was the one originally before the barbie movie you know officially kicked off with their marketing and all of that stuff that talked about doing a sample to aqua girl uh, aqua girls barbie world so i mean it made sense for nikki to do it and nikki made her pick so that is her pick speaking of picks we're going to associate these together. So we know what happened with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole early Uh-oh. in the preseason last year. Yes, people are still talking about it, even though Jordan Poole has been traded to the Washington Wizards. When we come forward, we will let you know what Jordan Poole's dad had to say Not about Draymond Green. Oh, my the God. The daddy is I getting can't. in it. Family ties, baby. You are listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. Back to more captivating conversation on RSVP with Jill Monroe. Monroe. Hey, it's Jill Monroe. You are checking out all the trending topics in entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture here on RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. I am, of course, joined by our weekly contributor, Trent the Artist, our keep it real friend. And he has been keeping it real like he likes to do every week. Always, always. We appreciate it. So, I mentioned Jordan Poole, right, uh, formerly of the Golden State Warriors, now with the Washington Wizards. And we know that last season he and Draymond Green got into a little scuffle where Jordan unfortunately got knocked out. And so hands laid on him. He did get the hands laid on him. Embarrassing. And it took a toll on the team this year. Well, of course, the conversation is still going about the topic, even though Jordan has been traded away. So on a recent episode that was teased of the Patrick Beverly pod class, Draymond Green was on and he basically was saying that, you know, he was discussing the incident. He says that he doesn't just like hitting people and that that is not his character. You know, a trigger happened. Come on. But shortly after the clip was released, Jordan Poole's dad got up in the mix, right? And had this to say, he said, I'm a stand on this. That's some BS. JP was his guy and he avoided me and his mother all last year. He said, Draymond is a soft A, B word. And I'm standing on that. He didn't apologize to me or my wife. So he's a lame and me and him can meet up anytime they want to. As an adult millionaire, right? Do you want your dad out there threatening to fight the guy that knocked you out? Where is LeVar Ball when you need him? Why do you need LeVar Ball for this? Because you, you just need LeVar Ball because he is the basketball dad of all dads. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. I, 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 and I, I'm gonna, no, and I have some better ones. There I'm, are I'm, several I'm, basketball dads I'm that have say that, multiple children in the NBA. And I'm going to troll you on that one because I'm, I'm trolling. I'm and, not going to stand know on that. And I you know, know that you know that. I Listen. I appreciate LeVar Ball standing tall for his kids. I know what he was trying to do, but there was a moment when he should have pulled back, and I think that he did a disservice, especially for Melo, and how he handled a lot of things. And thanks for saying all that because you just helped me raise my point. He should have pulled, Jordan Poole's daddy should have pulled back too and, and should have stayed out of it, okay? Absolutely. And, um, what I didn't say the first time, now that we're bringing this back up again for like the third time. Listen, that was in a, the trending headlines. That was what a very, very personal attack. It was a very intimate attack because when men fight like that, 
I'm not about to just walk. Number one, it's your teammate. Okay, it's a closed set situation. What no cameras or nothing supposed like to be they in there, were, right? It was a it was were. it was a closed situation. Okay, and if you look at the tape, something personal happened between those two that we will never know about. I mean, his. I, I think. That I, I think what, that we do know about. It. I think we know. My opinion, and sorry for interrupting, but I think that his dad just said they were close. That was his guy. I think they said that once Jordan signed the deal, he started feeling himself. It was about women. He was talking too much, and he started talking about women and money, and got rocked. I don't. I'm not saying I agree with it, but we know that that is why because he hit him in a way that only a friend could. Or a boyfriend, allegedly. Uh, okay, we're gonna move around with that. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then your daddy talking about. Let me tell you something. My my father is not about to come out and fight some other grown man unless it was a situation that we don't know about and we ain't gonna ever find out about where he took it so personal he got offended. So let's just go with what the dad said. They was cool. They was friends. So there was something very, very personal that happened because the attack was personal because I don't fought my homeboys before. Okay. And that was that right there. That was beyond some, you know what? That was, that was beyond some homeboy situation. I'm going to just say that and leave it there. So, cause guys don't fight like that. Okay. So during this podcast interview, Kyle stated that is one of the co Patrick Beverly's co-hosts. He said that, allegedly jordan Poole said to um draymond don't worry about it you'll be in sacramento next year why is your twitter handle money green when you're broke and you're not gonna get a new contract so draymond didn't say if that happened or not but he said of course dialogue happens over time to my point you usually aren't just triggered by something that fast green you know shared with the host so it's something that happens over time, and I think that it is exactly kind of what it says. Talking about money and women, you know, it's a sensitive thing. Might be allegedly something else Draymond dropped. I mean, Jordan dropped about saying Draymond had no chicks and those type of things. Okay. That, that can be sensitive. Okay. okay, you're putting, okay, based on what I just said, now you're putting pieces of the puzzle together. No, he, ain't, not, he, ain't, he ain't got no chicks. What, is, what are you inferring, sir? No, not what, what, in that. What are you inferring? I, I said not, chick, not, not you, but I'm just saying what, what is he, he, what he's is he inferring? inferring that he he's too unattractive and broke to get broads. You're going someplace else. Listen, I'm saying what he let was me tell trying you to say is he's too unattractive it, and broke to pull. That's what he was implying. Let me tell you something. What I know about professional athletes and what I know about professional athletes and their competitiveness with each other. They beef over a few amount of things. Money women and status on the team those three right there so it we know that at least two of those were covered and we know that he brought up number three now i don't you're talking about something else and it could be i might be missing some signs but i'm just gonna go with what was presented and what i i kind of think about athletes you know i don't know but his daddy wants to get in the mix and he said he got them hands for draymond should he need them let me tell you what else and did you have something to add? No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna slide out on this one because I don't want this to be a situation where I told you so when we find out some mess. It's 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 I'm t- I'm telling you I'm looking at you and I'm telling you this and I'm t- Andy I need some backup in here. Andy don't got no backup yes, for you yes, on this he, one. Yes, he no, does. No, he does not. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> dudes don't fight like this, and a dude is not about to just come at you with blows over over some some mess like oh you you broken and got no. Yes, no, they are. Come on. 
Yes, they are. Come on. Andy, what say you? Couple points. Michael Jordan used to get pissed off off of the tiniest thing. Mm-hmm. Number two, what's up with the NBA fathers right now? This is my point. John Morant's they need, they dad. Need, they love our balls, guys. Like, what, what's really going on? <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so I, I have an opinion, right? So, one, I think that the notion that a lot of athletes' fathers aren't in their lives has sort of given superstar status to some of these fathers in a way because it's like, look, they are there, you know, even in some situations that might seem unconventional. So I think that that is one. It is, we are happy that he has a dad in his life and – you know, like it's an anomaly at this point. And so we want to make sure that we're celebrating that. We're celebrating dads being good dads, being there and contributing to their son's life. So I think that that is one. I think the second thing is that a lot of these men were at one point in time athletes and probably had the desire, the want to be in the NBA or to at least play at a higher level than whatever level that they tapped out at. So to see your son achieving it, you get some of that superstar limelight you get to sit courtside you get to be like Shug Knight said all in the video in the back dancing in the back you get that you definitely get that this isn't a new phenomenon it's just with the advent of social media obviously there's a different platform a bigger platform whereas before you know people would be gate kept out they would be blocked out we know that on ESPN there reached a point where LeVar Ball wasn't welcome back good bad or indifferent they didn't let him back on so you know in another time that would have clamped his voice completely because this is a major outlet but we have the internet now we have other competing shows so there are places for these individuals to go so I am all for active fathers I'm not mad that they are there and getting some shine because I'm sure that they put in a lot of work a lot of blood sweat and tears alongside their child but I need them to remember that they aren't the main thing in this main thing sometimes. And just for the record, I'll explain really quickly my thing with LeVar Ball. I feel like I understand him wanting to push the shoe. I feel like I understand him wanting to establish a brand as a black man and and do these things. But I also feel like it is short-sighted to not have wear testing done on those shoes, to not bring someone in that fully understood the shoe business if you are going to move forward with that and have your son playing in that footwear on the court. Lonzo has issues now with his knees, with his feet, How long did he play in those shoes? We know that they were ripping off court. We know he did bad business as far as the shoes not getting sent out, whatever, whatever. I just feel like in that manner, one, I know that you raised your child's profile, but there definitely became a point where he stepped in front of what the supposed goal was, in my personal opinion. And he could have fell back a little bit. And I think he went left with as far as the shoe game because he could have gotten more educated and it cost him. It hurt him. You had a great great idea. You had the support of the people, but you went too far with it. You wanted to charge seven, $800 for unproven shoes that they weren't getting for several, several lengths of time down the line. And I just think that that is sloppy business and there are better things that you can do when we come forward we're going to step into the vip suite and it is after hours last call we're going to talk about these tubi movies we're going to get into that and we have a couple of other buzzing stories that have been hitting around social media that we're going to give light to all that and more you're checking out rsvp with jill monroe on kbla talk 1580 